Hello, my friends. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes, and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really, really appreciate your presence, and I hope you had a great, great day. Um, today we are going to do something. I don't know if it's good or bad. If you if you've seen the intro, um, a review of a comedian's comedy, stand-up comedy. I'm not going to take the name of the person, but I put the link below and you can see it if you want. Okay. And the name of the show was Castus Comedians and Rice Bags. Um, now I, someone gave, one of my listeners gave this to me. Uh, you know, I, I was speaking off on and off and when you've, on and off and I, and I asked them you know if you have any questions do don't hesitate to ask uh, and I would be glad to give you a reply and over time people give me questions and things like that and this one was given to me by uh, one of my listeners a link to the podcast and I didn't know whether to puke or to puke or to puke uh, I, my blood was boiling halfway through I just I just read it halfway I just listened to it halfway and I had to come back and listen to it again and again because I was I had to calm down I don't even know where to begin I don't know why I'm getting so bubbled boiled up all the of of late but it's just getting too much and I, I you know I need to talk about it, externalize it, write about it. And having a conversation is always a good way to externalize your emotion and calm down. Okay, because when you share thoughts, when you write, when you externalize, you're, you're externalizing all the energy, negative and positive. And so it's important. And once you have that conversation with yourself, you'll have the conversation with others. Um, and, and you will be able to um, proceed from there and... and let the currents form the waves, but you box it up, then it explodes, and that's where you have violence. Um, so I'm not going to take the name of the of the comedian. Okay, he has quite a following, a small following on uh, on uh, YouTube, uh, and he's Roman Catholic, my friend. Yes, uh, a Roman Catholic. I looked him up. This is the first time I've ever heard of him, um, and he is from Mumbai city. Now. Um, I'm Roman Catholic myself, born and brought up in India. Uh, I'm not going to give you where and when, but I will tell you, by and large, he, he comes from uh, the same mentality as I am. Maybe, um, I don't know what type, just by the name, you know, he's either Mangalorean or Goan um, descent, uh, but he could live anywhere in the country. Uh, but by and large, Mangalorean or Goan descent from the Western coast. Uh, but absolutely, um, he, he's got a link on his YouTube page for, uh, uh, to, for PayPal. So anyone wants, uh, you know, to go on his page, it is, it, I don't know who, how people would pay for it, but anyway, as a Roman Catholic, I thought I should, I should have my say on it. Okay. And, um, because this guy, uh, true comedy, true, the propaganda of comedy, spewed absolute hypocrisy on on non-christians and i should i say hindus okay he didn't take the word obviously he didn't take the word he went hypothetically hypothetically uh, but we know he was talking about because he's like, you know the, the group that we can't talk about yeah really as if we don't know just because you don't take the name but anyway 
it started off a little bit funny, and I laughed when I first saw started watching the thing, and then uh, pretty quickly it got out of hand, and people were laughing and laughing. Look, and there people will laugh, people will cry, people will not like it. There'll be all types of people, and so be it. He has the right to have a conversation. He has the right to have comedy, and I'm, I'm not asking to stop him. Um, I am asking. I'm just saying that if he has the right to say something, so does everyone else, and we can all have an opinion. Uh, he doesn't, and people have no no way to stop us from having that opinion. Or should I say, should not stop us because free speech is for everyone else. Uh, for sorry, for everyone. So I'm going to go through the the video with you now. Not every single line. Um, but absolutely, I suggest you go online uh, with the link on my um, on my podcast, and you're most welcome to listen to him. He seems like a funny guy, or he ain't funny to me. If I, if I if I was in front of him, I'd tell him right off the bat. So here we go. So he says he starts with by saying, "Our only agenda is to make you laugh." So he goes into one of his jokes: reservations by the government of India. No, so he. He's talking about another comedian who um, made a joke about reservations by the government of India. Now, most of whom are victims of the caste system. India was feeling very left out. Well, you know, the Americans had slavery. South Africans had the apartheid. Indians were feeling left out. So we needed a thing. Therefore, India has the caste system. If there's one way to end a thousand, thousands, year, thousands of years... Uh, of systemic oppression, it's by asking a comedian to say sorry. Um, so this this uh, joke about reservations was made by another comedian, and some people were angry at the joke, and they accused him of casteist slurs. And uh, by and large, um, the guy, I think he apologized. So this comedian on on the show today that I'm 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 discussing says. He makes a joke by saying, if there is one way to end thousands of years of oppression, it's by asking a comedian to say sorry. This is what I realized about the mob online. Their only agenda is to make somebody apologize. That is, there's, there's no follow-up tweets, he says. <coughs> so uh, the comedian, let's call him... Jack, okay, we'll call him Jack because we're not going to take his name. Jack puts up a tweet. He said, I put up a tweet and he said, the tweet said, um, I would like to apologize for all my jokes from 2021 that you might find offensive in 2031. Everyone started laughing. Uh, he says, you know, when I put up this tweet, the mob reached my phone and, um, and said that he was a castist comedian. And he said, no, I am not a castist com comedian. I am a Catholic comedian. Oh, yeah. And he started laughing. Let me say, he says, this I don't understand. I, I don't understand the caste system. I don't get this complex human Jenga that you play. And not because I don't care, just because I was never exposed to this. No one exposed us to this as adult people uh, um, to this. As adults, people are speaking to us, um, but they're doing it in a language called yelling. And we all know how well that works. Also, as a Catholic, I don't have time for the caste system or anything else for that matter, because most of my days are spent managing uh, inventories of rice. Everyone laughs. I don't have time or anything, as most of my days are uh, 
um, um, for that matter, I spend managing inventories. Yes, inventories of rice. I don't have time. He says. Now, this might, this one might shock you to know, but you know how minorities are being oppressed in India, and with Muslims, uh, especially, you know that they're not even hiding it anymore. It's very brazen. If you're a Muslim, you live in India, you you watch the f out. He says. Uh, but there are other minorities also. So will the Catholics and the Christians be next? Oh, the other stage of genocide. What I call warming up. Yeah, and everyone laughs. They think it's funny. Anyway, they are, name, they are the name-calling stage. They are just warming up. Name-calling is the first step of genocide. This is the comedian saying this. I'm just repeating what he says. Okay, by and large, plus or minus, not exactly, but you can go up and follow on the website. He continues, and I don't know if you have voiced, if you have noticed, but name calling on the internet of a lot of Catholics and Christians are called rice bags. That's a religious slur that has been around on the internet the last couple of years. Now, as a comedian, I appreciate. Sorry. It's been on the internet for the last couple of years. Now, as a comedian, I appreciate a good insult. I respect the effort that goes to destroy someone else's soul. Oh, my goodness. So if I hear a good insult, I will take my hat off and say, yes, that was really good. But when somebody else calls me a rice bag for the first time, I was really confused. I didn't know it was an insult or an, in, or, or an insult, uh, an invitation to lunch. I was like, what is this? Bring your own rice party? Mm, but finally, I figured it out. Okay, I understand. I understood. I did some uh, digging and I read it on the internet. So it's got to be true if it's on the internet. Now, apparently, everyone, every, um, every lot of people in this country, sorry, there's a lot of people who in this country who are convinced that a hundred years ago, uh, thousands of years ago, um, everybody in India belonged to one religion. I'm not going to say which one. Yeah, because he's got no balls. That's the problem. Uh, apparently, it's the one that's in danger. Uh, no, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, he laughs. They are convinced that everybody belonged to one religion. Then the Christian missionaries showed up to India and some people left the religion and joined a new religion, allegedly for bags of rice. And everyone laughed. So to remind us of this teaching, uh, this, this treachery that was committed all those years ago, but we did not exist, we are called rice bags. Now again, a good insult is like a gun, which which works best when aimed at the other direction. That means not at oneself. Now, if you are somebody from the religion, from this religion, in brackets, we're not going to say because he didn't take the name, and you apply the logic, you call a Christian and a Catholic a rice bag, what are you doing is that you're aiming the gun at you and you're luring it on yourself. I'll explain. I know this needs context, he says. Now, sir, just hypothetically, okay, hypothetically, he doesn't want to take the name, he doesn't want to say the religion, he doesn't want to say the word, so he turns around and says hypothetically. If, you're, if your mom left your dad for a few bags of rice, who 
would you ask a question of? Your mom or your dad? I mean, what kind of asshole was your father? How did he treat his mother, your mother? What was he saying to her? No, you can't eat at the same table as me. No, you can't drink at the same water as me. No, you cannot enter the temple when you are on your period. I don't know. I'm just saying hypothetically. So he, he's... He's using all the history that happened in, not all, his interpretation of all on the Indian subcontinent, blaming it on the Hindus. I'm not saying that it happened, but hypothetically. I'm not saying this happened. I'm just saying hypothetically. How did your dad treat your mom? Were, were all it, was it all it took for her to leave him was a promise of biryani? And he stopped her that. My dear friends, this is the comedian, a Roman Catholic comedian. He was spitting on Hindus. He was making fun. Okay, he was making his Roman Catholic fun. And let me tell you as a Roman Catholic myself who grew up and left, uh, and this is, this is the reason why I left, because it got sick. It got sick to a point, sick to a point, and I know thousands of people who are leaving, 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 because it is enough. First of all, you say you eat, you live in a country, you've butchered the country, you've occupied the country, you've oppressed the country, you took tons of money out, you left the people high and dry, you took away their society, their social system, the system of governance on the, on the ground. You kept them as, as poor, and now you're calling them a third world country, iron invasion, Dalit caste, which is not theirs. And now you're telling me rice bags, and in spite of that, we live, Christians and Catholics live on the Indian subcontinent, live in India. We are, the schools we go to are paid for by the income tax, but millions of, 80% of this country were Hindus um, actually pay into the tax system, but yet you're going to heaven. The army who's supporting you, um, the police who are supporting you, the people who build the roads, the fri free freeways, the trains, they're all Hindus. And it's, oh, but we also help. You help, but even the, the Hindus pay for it, right? The same people who are scared, who he's scared of, of genocide. But yet... Yet, the whole country, 80% is Hindu, you choose to spit on them, and you say, only you are going to heaven. Does it make any sense? You're eating the food from the farmer who's not Christian, but you're going to heaven. You're asking for protection from the, from the, um, uh, you're asking for protection from the armed forces, but you're going to heaven. You're asking for protection from the police, but you're going to heaven. You're asking for protection from the judiciary, but you're going to heaven. You build, the, they build the schools, you go into it, their tax money pays for it, but you're, oh no, the school is great because it's a Christian school. I mean, if there was no money, would the Christian school work? Where's the money coming from? But you're going to heaven. Isn't that not a slur? Telling me that, you, that other people are pagans and going to hell. That's not a slur. But So this is why people are leaving, my dear friends. We are sick and tired. And this is what goes on in every home. And my generation is leaving. Now, sometimes you won't know by the name. You look at the name and say, ah, he's a, he's a Christian and he's against Hindus. No, all Christians are not against Hindus. I have to say that this is not about Christians being against Hindus. This is about a mentality, brainwash mentality by pedophiles 
Anglophilic uh, oppressors uh, by colonial empires, their hangover, and they think that making fun of it is very funny, especially if they do not like the reverse. Um, so his his um, his his comedy is right on rice bags. Rice bags is a slur. So he's using comedy to hit back at Hindus or non non Christians, whoever's the non Christians are. Uh, doesn't say Hindus. He doesn't use the word Hindu at all. Okay, so I'm just going there. Um, He's using comedy to hit back at people who call them rice, rice bags. Now, obviously, if he if he found it funny, if he didn't find it uh, distasteful, if if he didn't think it was a slur, he wouldn't have made a comedy on it. He wouldn't have used comedy to hit back because he's hitting back at this point. Okay, uh, so he can. So it's it's a slur when people hit back when people call him names. He's offended. Um, and you can see the comments in, in the video. He, they are offended. Christians are offended. But they don't think that people who they call pagans are offended. They don't think people who they call Dalit are offended because it's a Judeo-Christian concept. They don't think that the caste calling people caste is offensive because caste was bought in by the Latin Roman Catholics. They don't think that saying the Aryan invasion is offensive, but it, they, only they are offended because they are supremacists. I'm the truth, the way, the life. If I don't have power and I'm not able to spit on you, then guess what? Uh, you're, I'm a victim and you're going to hell and you're creating genocide. So they brainwash themselves with this mentality. When it manifests on the ground, they say, see, it's it's... The other side was doing it. But why is, are you manifesting this energy? Because you're the one who's repeating this narcissism all the time. You're going to get it at one time. Just as you don't like being suffocated and you're exploding now. Guess what? Who was suffocated for the last um, four, 500 years of, of Christian invasion? Um, another 1300 years of Islamic invasion. Two groups that have made this planet into an Abrahamic refugee factory. So let me try and go through this one by one as, as best as I can. Um, and hopefully this will this will, will come on. We will be able to go um, the distance and talk about this. Uh, because I was I was fuming, literally fuming. Okay, so sorry if you can hear paper, my friends, but I've written all of it on paper and I should have written it on the computer. Um, so anyway, he's talking, let's go straight to my favorite part, okay? He's talking about reservations um, of the caste system, okay? He says, you know, India, in the, the, all the, India had a caste system before. It had a caste system, it's not now, then why are you calling people caste? Um, what, the Christians saved the caste? The Muslims saved the caste? No, the Christians bought the caste, okay? Very, very important. Um, systemic oppression, thousands of years of systemic oppression. No mention of the slavery of the Portuguese, of the Spanish, of the English, of the, of the French, of the Dutch, of the Italians. No mention of that, but thousands of years of oppression. Uh, if he can find out a, a, a word called caste and system together in the same sentence, in any Sanskrit text, I'll give it to him. I'll take it back and I'll apologize. Uh, caste means lineage. 
It's a Latin word for lineage. That's all it means. Okay, it's a ment that that word was became into a mentality of supremacy. That means we Europeans are the highest top of the class. Then came the uh, uh, Métis people who married uh, foreigners. And then came uh, the Indians, and then came the slaves, or whichever the slaves, the the African slaves, and then the the native Indians. So, um, and even if you they became Christian, uh, they were below the rung of the ladder um, because the Europeans were always on the top. Now, this is an ignorant system. Okay, it's absolutely ignorant, uh, and it it comes from feudalism. It comes from absolute feudalism. It comes from a mentality where the earth is flat. That's where it comes from. Okay, uh, it has nothing to, nothing to do with the present day uh, Europeans, and I'm not against them at all. I'm just against this mentality. This mentality is Abrahamic mentality where the earth is flat. They don't understand cycles, and they are always whoever controls this mentality is always on the top. And this is basically called feudalism. Now, feudalism preceded. Uh, Abrahamic groups, but it was institutionalized and pretty much played out during 3,000 years of Abrahamic history, uh, which is seeped in bloodshed, okay? Um, so, which means uh, the Europeans, wherever they went, and especially in South America, they always had a class system, a pyramid, which they will not say is caste, but is caste okay because the word caste comes from them so they instituted it with them on the top of the pyramid then come the Matisse then come the uh, Asians or so Af um, sorry the uh, native Indians and then comes the um, uh, African slaves so no jokes on that no jokes taking responsibility for that no feeling bad for that no calling a genocide to that and that same nonsense came into the into India, but his holy highness, the comedian, or as I like to call him, comedian, whatever, uh, Pope John Paul, sitting on his high pedestal and laughing and pretending that, oh, he doesn't know what the caste system is. Now, he's partially right in that we were not told anything about the caste system growing up in India. Okay, We were not told about the caste system. The only thing we were told about the caste system is that the caste is Hindu. That's all we were told. Growing up, we said caste is Hindu, caste is Hindu, caste is Hindu. But I guarantee you that we practice caste. Christians practice caste. Big time Christians practice caste, okay? So that's very important to know. Christians still practice caste, and caste is lineage. It means anything that you incur through lineage. Uh, that means if, I, if I've inherited my, my, my religion through lineage, and I live in a community of the same type of people, then that's caste. I'm practicing caste, because I'm practicing the same thing that my ancestors did through lineage. That is still caste. Uh, and Christians do practice it in my family. We practice it. It's practice in the villages. It's even practice in the urban areas. For him to say he didn't know what it was is a lie. It's an absolute lie because we practice caste. And, and, and to say that he, we, it's sure that we are not told what it was. Okay, that my generation is not told what it is. We just told that it's Hindu. But we know that our parents and our grandparents all practice it when we were young. It's a given. But he's lying, and so he says, I don't know what the caste system is. He talks about rice bags. 
okay? I've never heard the word rice bags. I grew up in India. I have never heard the word rice bag ever, ever, ever before. I've, someone told it to me and, and showed it to me what a rice bag was, and I was like, what? Uh, neither have I ever seen this on the internet. And I, and I do scourge the internet a lot, do a lot of research. A rice bag expression is a term used to describe someone who was formally converted to Christianity for material benefits rather than for religious reasons. Um, the Webster Dictionary defines it as a convert to Christianity who accepts baptism not on the basis of personal conviction but on the desire for food, medical services or other benefits. Um, similarly, in India, a term rice bag or rice bag convert is used as a derogatory slur targeting Christians alleging the target has converted to Christianity for a bag of rice. It's a term often used by right-wing Hindutva groups. That is BS. It's not used by right-wing Hindutva groups because I grew up in India and we've never heard it. Neither have I heard it till today. Um... First of all, this is how 90% of the Christians on, on this planet were converted, by force. You go to the South Americas, you go to North America, you go to Africa, you go even to, uh, to, to, um, you go even to, um, to uh, Europe and they were converted by force. They were not converted by love and fresh air. Okay, so... Yes, they were converted by force. In India, they were converted by force. And people, someone on the website says, only in Goa there was violence. I am very sorry. The violence was not only in Goa. Well, the violence was absolutely uh, all over South India. Um, once the missionaries came uh, with the Portuguese, then came the Christians. Uh, if, they wanted, if they wanted money, if they wanted uh, jo um, to do business, they wanted to trade with the, the, the British, they had to convert. A lot of them converted for these reasons. Everyone forgets and no one talks about them. Even till today, the missionaries are still converting them by giving them bags of rice. So why are you ashamed of something if that's exactly how it happened all over the world? And, it's, it, and, and even in India, it still happens. It's not that it hasn't happened. You know, take your responsibility. You want to say that it's a slur by someone else. Let's look at the slurs by, by Christians. From the time you grew up, you're called Hindu, uh, Hindus, uh, filthy people, filthy Hindus, um, Aryan invasion theory. They were invaded, the land was invaded by Aryans and they killed the natives of the land, which is disgusting. Um, they're caste, they're heretics, uh, they're Dalits, uh, they and their thousands and millions of gods. These are all slurs too. Hindus are dumb, Hindus don't know how to speak English. Hindus are filthy people. They and their cows. They and their rats. They and their horses and the or not horses, but they and their animals. Uh, they and their idols. I mean, disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Uh, we slur with them all all the time, but it's okay. But someone else does it. Oh my God! It's a slur. It's right wing. So I guess they are right wing too. The right wing Christian evangelistic groups. Every single one Christian knows this. And that's why we're leaving, because we are tired of this narcissism, tired of spitting on others. This is the only thing we do. And then for us to be hypocritical, hypocritical about it and say, oh, well, hypothetically. No, it's not hypothetical. It's a fact. We are rice bags. We were forced into conversion. It was not a mom and a pop show, but we left 
And when we converted, if we did not follow the conversion, we were not converted for religious reasons. We are converted because out of necessity. They took away our lands. They took away our dignity. They, they, they forced people uh, out of their lands and forced them to give uh, a sort of a jeezy tax. Um, it was disgusting. And if you didn't follow through, if you only... Um, converted for rice they would send you to the inquisition the inquisition was to make sure that those early converts who were converted with rice bags did not uh, succumb they did not become crypto christians that means on in the on the top they did one thing behind the home they did something else that was what the inquisition was about the new christians new converts to be drilled in their heads and to make sure that they followed christianity as as the church wanted this my dear friends was a genocide he was talking about um he has no balls to talk about it he has no balls to talk about the genocide in coaching in in kerala practiced by the portuguese empire that has never been talked about um only barely recently he's talked about the the genocide in the holocaust in goa but uh, it's practiced all over the world. So why, are, why is it a slur? It's not a slur, it's a fact. I mean, did you see uh, Hindus go around the world? Oh, the only people going around the world are Muslims and, and Christians. Uh, Islam and Christianity, I apologize. Um, not Hindus. So what are you talking about? Um, why is it a slur? It's, it's a fact. But no, you can't tell that to them because they're poor little minorities, poor little fellow. Uh, so these are the two things he talked about. Um, yes, we, we, the Christians follow a caste system. Your voice says it, your, act, act, your diction, your vocabulary says it. Once I went to Goa and I was speaking to my maid and I picked up some words because my Konkani sucks. Um, and I, and I repeated that in front of a family member and they said, what type of Konkani are you speaking? And you're speaking servants Konkani. And I said, what, what's servants Konkani? He said, servants conquering. It meant low caste Konkani. That's what it meant. So in, in Konkani, in the language, you have high class Konkani, you have low class Konkani, you have caste Konkani, and you have Hindu Konkani. There's Christian Konkani and there's in, in Hindu Konkani. Is that not divide and rule? Is that not, is that what how a language is? You have one dialect for Christians, one dialect for Hindus? Um, servant Konkani is not caste, but yes, it does. It is, and it's practiced every single day. Go to Goa, and you'll find out the difference between Hindu speaking Konkani and, and Christian speaking Konkani. And that's because of that's because they still practice caste. But no, he will never say it. You can't tell that to him because this is what this is what they do. So that's um, what I wanted to say. There are so many other things. He he kept saying. Um, um, people in India think that thousands of years uh, everyone belonged to one religion. My dear friend, uh, Mr. Comedian, no, there was no such thing as religion. Okay, in Dharma, everyone is a current and a wave, an individual wave, an individual current, and you're allowed to interpret your life, your journey as as per your cycle, your energy. You're not obligated to have be put in a box and follow one priesthood, follow one caste, follow anything. It's an open world. That's why it's called pluralism. And this pluralism is now converted into 
polyistic by godforsaken Abrahamic empires, and now they, they call themselves monoistic, which is exclusive. Now to sh- uh, to 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 make sure that people you know don't spit at them, and oh, they seem to be inclusive. All of a the sudden, they've come with multiculturalism. Multiculturalism and secularism is a scam to project them as open-minded, as pluralistic. But those who were really pluralistic earlier on, from time immemorial, who could interpret the world in any way they choose, because we're currents and waves, we're cyclic. We always see it from different angles, but. The center is always the same. The creator is always the same. No, that's not pluralistic. No, that is that that is um, that is uh, that is religion for them. And there was no concept of religion until the Abrahamic godforsaken colonial religions came along. So what are you talking that people thought that this was all one religion? Um, hypothetically, he goes, oh my goodness. Um, uh, he, and he says, apparently the ones who think that they are in danger, uh, in, in brackets, Hindus, no guts to say it. You want to be a comedian, but you know what? The difference between in exclusive Abrahamic groups of uh, victimhood uh, Christians and minorities, the thing is, they will never laugh at themselves. A Hindu can laugh at himself. If this comedian laughed at himself and said, you know what, us Christians do the same thing, Uh, we also laugh at you, you know what, there there would be no problem, no problem at all. But the only thing that we are talking about here is that it's one-sided. No one stopped you from having your speech. No one stopped you laughing at other people. But you have to allow people to laugh at you. And because you don't, are not allowed to do that, because this is one-sided, you're going, oh, minorities are oppressed. Minorities are not oppressed because if not, this comedian would never have been able to open his mouth. The very fact that he's standing up, the very fact that he's spitting in at, at others in a a predominantly Hindu country, no other place would allow him to do that. And he's asking for trouble. Ask him if if the opposite would be okay. The answer is no. And that's where it comes up. That's why we have people who who have the courage or people who are angry. This is what's causing the anger. That it's a one-sided street of exclusiveness uh, for them, but not for the other side. Because they have slurred against anyone who doesn't fit their narrative with caste, pagans, heathens, um, pluralist, polyistic groups, um, Dalits, all the slurs that they don't have a problem of, but they have a problem when someone returns the favor on them. Well, this comedian, Roman Catholic comedian, should look, absolutely should look at himself in the mirror because in Matthew chapter 7, verse 12, I think it is, I'm not sure, it's, it says very clearly in his Catholic, Roman Catholic, brainwashed, uh, pedophile uh, religion, Ask not what others do unto you. Ask what you have done unto others. It is there, my friends. Take a look at it. I'll repeat that. Ask not what others do to you. Ask what you have done to others. So before you laugh at others, look at yourself in the mirror. Look at your 2,000 years of Catholicism and then have the courage to say what you want to say. On that note, I am sorry I'm really angry because as a Roman Catholic, uh, someone who grew up Roman Catholic, I think I had the right 
to stand up against this ignorance, this hypocrisy, and I apologize for my anger, really am, but I have to say it um, in order to externalize and balance it because uh, um, I, I'm just not very happy with this. And I, and I hope that uh, you would find it in you to, to find that peace, to heal, and this is why I'm doing it. There are people standing up. There are people uh, like me saying, enough is enough. It's not only one-sided. There are lots of us. Unfortunately, we cannot have that voice. But please um, understand that we are all Indians. We are all currents and waves. We've been brainwashed, unfortunately, and it's a long journey to heal, and we are healing, and we are doing everything to make sure that Hindustan stays strong from the inside. Until that time, my friends, thank you very much. I wish you a pleasant day. I wish you a peaceful day. I wish you a day of healing. Stop the violence in your homes, and you will stop the violence in your streets. Have that conversation in your homes, and you will have that conversation in your streets. Uh, look at your currents that form the waves, and please share this podcast with anyone and everyone you can. Thank you so much. Peace, my friends, till we meet again.